Joshua 1. Let's go to 8. So this is what God said to Joshua. He said, this book of the law. Hallelujah. So now we are in the time of grace. Hallelujah. We are in the time of grace. Amen. Amen. So I said, this book of Christ, right? He said, in him was the word, right? He was the word, right? So Jesus Christ. So this, this Jesus we are talking about shall not depart from your mouth. Hallelujah. But you shall meditate on Christ day and night. Hallelujah. So that you may be able, you may be careful to do according to all that Christ Jesus has said and all that it is written. Hallelujah. Then you will make your way prosperous and you shall be successful. I am not changing the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was the word. And the word became flesh. Hallelujah. So this Jesus we are talking about, right? He shall not depart out of your mouth. You wake up morning, you speak Jesus. Hallelujah. And then, so you, and then not only that, you meditate on Christ. Meditate on Christ. When? On Sundays? When, when we sit here and then we, we worship and then, oh, meditation, Jesus Christ. And then we are done. And then if God doesn't, if, if something happens and then there's a snowstorm, then we don't come on that Sunday, mm, no more Christ. Two weeks. Two weeks, no Christ. Then the next Sunday, then there's work. Or a, a paper that is due. No Christ. Three weeks. Gone. Then we come again. But then it's supposed to be what? Day and night. What do I mean by that? I mean the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God. Is it... Some, sometimes we want Christ, some of us, you know, we want Christ to appear. You know, the light greater than the sun, and then he'll come and talk to you, my son, my daughter. You know, with, we, we think it's like heaven, tender voice, like tender and lightning, shaking. But the word of God is Christ talking to us. Hallelujah. It's just the same as Jesus in person. Hallelujah. It's just the same. I never realized this until the Holy Spirit said. The Holy Spirit said was acts of the apostles. And he said, what do you think they were acting on? They were acting on the word of Christ. So Acts, Acts, the book of Acts, after Christ had gone, it was them acting on the words of Christ. So when Peter went to the gate beautiful, He remembered what Jesus said. And he said that anything you ask in my name, I will do, right? So Peter stood there and he acted on the words of Christ. So the act of the apostle is acting on the word of God. That is what that book is about. And that is what they did. And acting on the word of God is what led to you and I sitting here enjoying this book of life. This book of life. Now, 
I want to touch on this. Faith. It seems, it, 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 it can be a daunting topic. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let's, but then it should not. How many of us have seen Jesus Christ? If you have seen Jesus Christ, if you raise your hands, let me know. How many of us believe that Jesus came on earth? How many of us believe that Jesus died on the cross? How many of us believe that Jesus rose from the grave? And how many of us believe that the apostles saw him ascending to heaven? And then he said that this, the same manner, the angels stood beside them, and the same manner that you see him ascend, he what? He shall appear, right? Then you have faith. How many of you believe that you are saved? Okay. How many of you believe that God has forgiven you your sins? Some hands are not raised, though. Some of them are get, I, I, It's like it's getting lower and lower. How many of you believe that God? <laughs> how many of you believe that God has wiped away your sins? So He said that as far as the east is from the west, so has He taken our sins away from us. As high as the heavens are from the earth, so, so, so David thought that when he was saying that, he, he only saw the sky, but he didn't know there was the third heavens. And that one is far, 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 hallelujah. So as far as they, as they are, he has taken away our sins. Hallelujah. So you believe that, right? Then you have faith. You have faith. But faith has to be developed. Faith has to be built upon. Faith has to grow. Hallelujah. I forgot what one of the epistles. Paul said that, I hear your faith grows exceedingly. Right? And Jesus will say, ye of little faith. Then he told the, the, the commander who had sent for, uh, for Jesus to come and heal his servant. And then Jesus said, I'm coming. He said, do not come, for I am a man under authority. I tell this soldier, go, and this person come, and they obey me. Speak your word, and it will be done, right? The Jesus said that, I have not seen such great faith in Israel. And he was not even a Jew. Hallelujah. So there are levels of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. He said that, so everybody, but it, it takes faith to come to God, to believe in Jesus. So right there, there is a deposit. I don't know, a dollar, $20. But it has to grow every year. Just like the stock market, your 401k. You put money in there. Do you stop contributing? Right? You don't stop contributing. You contribute every paycheck. Right? Then what happens? The stock market gives you returns. 6%, 7%. Hallelujah. Then you keep buying. Right? So you bought Apple stocks three years ago for $100. Now with the returns, Apple stock is $200. But then you don't stop buying 
you keep buying, then it grows. So you start off with nothing. By the time you retire, they tell you, if you go talk to the financial planner, he'll tell you, I project that you're going to have a million dollars or $500 or this when you retire. But you have to do something to get the growth going. That is the same with faith. We have to feed it the word of God. Let's go to Hebrews 10, 17. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Sorry. Um, it skipped me. It said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 10, Hebrews 11, 6. Sorry. Thank you, God. Hebrews 11, 6. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, 6. And he said, and without faith, it is impossible Impossible. 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 To please him. For the one who comes to God must believe that he what? He is. Or he exists, right? And that he proves to be the one who rewards those who diligently seek him. How do you seek him? Through his word. His word. His word. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, what is faith? The other time, so Hebrews 11.1, 1, and I'm going to read a, a, a lot of verses. He said, now faith is the certainty of things hoped for. A proof of things not seen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the New American Standard Version. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read the Amplified Version. He said, now faith is the assurance, and he has it in brackets, the confirmation slash title deed. They, they used to use that term in the past. So if I give you a title deed, it's like this proves that it, you, you own it. Like a land. The title to the land proves that it is yours. Nobody can dispute it, right? If it has the right documentation, amen? amen. Of the things we hope for, so the assurance or the things we hope for, being the proof of the things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Hallelujah. Amen. That time I said, faith is giving substance to your hope. I want to make a clear distinction between hope and faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Hope. So Paul said, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Now these three remain. Hope, faith, and love. Hallelujah. Amen. But the greatest is love. So clearly, hope is different from faith. Right? We all agree? Yes. We all agree, right? 
Now, what is hope? What is hope? Hope is something that you, 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 you wish you have or, or, or you, you wish to get, to get. So when I say that, I hope they will come. That means that I don't know that they will come, right? I, I, I don't know, right? When I say that I hope they will come, I have no idea that they will come. Until they show up, then I know. That is hope. So hope is future tense, okay? Hope is future tense, okay? Now, the same thing that I say. So let's say that I want to buy a car. And I say that, I, say that I, I, um, I hope that when I get there, I'll get a deal, like I'm going, right? So I don't know, I'm going to get a deal. I hope that when I get there, I get a deal. Hallelujah. So hope is future tense. Now, but you need hope to have faith. Because he says, now faith is. Now faith is, right? Faith is. Hope is needed for faith. But and, 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 and the more, lately, like, I, I, the more, like, I've come to realize that most of the time I had been hoping not having faith or not believing. And the more you talk to people, the more you realize that we have to change our sentences. So the other, the one time we had prayed, a, a brother had come, and I said that, you know, God is able to do it. I'm a physician, they, people bring issues, right? And I said, let's pray. So we prayed. And I said, is it done? And he's like, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Or, I hear a lot of that. Hallelujah. God will do it. And then you hear somebody and he said, okay, I'm going to the doctor, this and this and this. And they're like, I'm believing and I hope that God will do it. That is hope. That is future tense. They are not saying that it will be done today or it is done already. But it's in the future. That is different from faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith is present tense. Hallelujah. Faith is now. Right? Faith is now. All right. Now, so faith, so as I said, as I read, let, let me go back to the uh, uh, New King James Version. It said that faith is the substance of things hoped for. So you have hope that you have hope for something, but faith takes it from present tense, from uh, future tense, and it brings it to present. So it becomes, it changes from nyamebeye to nyameaye. Hallelujah. Amen. So it goes from, it goes from, I hope they will come to where, when they come, then I believe, right? 
But then I will say that I believe they will come. That means, no matter what, I am expecting them to be here. So you see the difference? You see the difference? Now, what gives you this substance? Or what gives you this thing to stand on to, to claim it? It is the word of God. You can't have faith beyond your knowledge of the word of God. Your faith is as strong as your knowledge for the word of God. Your faith is as deep as your knowledge for the word of God. There is no faith beyond the word of God. If you don't know, you can't claim it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. My God shall supply all my needs. Not some, but all my needs according to his riches. Right? In glory, right? Now, I need... But then, you know, we don't... That's the thing. You, you can't outsmart God. If, if iPhone is not a need... I don't see why, or I couldn't see why iPhone should, could be a need. <laughs> and then you are claiming for iPhone. You, you see, sometimes people are like, oh, I'm going to claim for 10, 100 million gallons of oil, or I'm going to claim for this much of land. What are you going to use that for? Right? But I'm talking about the promises of God. Hallelujah. Where... Healing is one of the promises that we... As a, as a matter of fact, healing is not a promise. Healing is not a promise. Healing is a fact. Hallelujah. Healing is a fact. It's not a promise. So sometimes I used to say that God has promised to heal us. No. God has healed us in Christ Jesus. So, it's not something that you are expecting, but it's something that is yours already. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the difference. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I haven't lost you, have I? Because clearly, I want you to see the difference between hope and faith. And most of the time, we have been hoping, and we haven't been in faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let me use this example. So, I had a need from God, right? And then, I thought I was in faith. Because I had believe. I had believe. But then, any time what I, I, I believe is gone, shows up again, then now I'm like, okay, I have to do more. But that is hope. When the issue came up, I should have said, regardless of whether it is here or not, it has been done already. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that I keep going back. I keep going back. I keep going back. That is hope. But my, what I should have said is that I believe that it is done, whether it is here or not. That's why he said, we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. 
now faith is. Is. Is is what? Present. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew. I'm going to, I'm going to, so, so now faith, faith is. Faith is. Let's, this, this, um, scripture that was made popular by Kenneth Hagin. So Mark eleven twenty three. So I say that twenty two. Mark eleven twenty two. Mark eleven twenty two. So Jesus. So this is the fig tree. So he said, Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. Hallelujah. Amen. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast in the sea. And does not doubt in his heart. Heart. But believes that, what do they believe? That those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, this is the part. I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you have what? Receive them and you will have them. Now, let's break this down a little bit. All right. So he say, so, so Jesus saw the guy, he went to the temple. It was a Sabbath day. He saw the guy with a withered hand. That guy with some scripture, they call it dropsy. So he saw the guy with that. And then, you know, one of the things that always happens is friends, religious people. They think they know the law. You can't heal on the Sabbath. They, they always show up. They will always show up. One way or the other in your life. They will show up. They will show up. And, 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 and I'll say that I, I remember I was, I was looking for three songs on Spotify. And there was one that came up. Oh, I said, stop it. I'm like, what? He said, now you have received mercy. That is what the word says. Hallelujah. It's not that God will be mobile tomorrow. So I'm saying that because now you're going to realize that most of the songs that we sing and listen to, they're actually not in faith. Most of them. They're going to realize that skip. Skip. Anything that is going to get you out of faith, skip it. Skip it. Hallelujah. When the Pharisees came, Jesus said, skip. Hallelujah. So the guy with a dropsy. He came, and then Jesus said that, stretch out your hand, right? Let me, let, let me find that scripture so that we read it and we'll see. So Mark 3, Mark 3. So we are at Mark 11. So let's go to 3. So he entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, step forward. Then he, uh, then he said to them, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil or to save uh, a life or to kill? 
but they kept silent. And when he had looked around them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their heart, he said to the men, do what? Stretch out your hand. Was the hand whole before Jesus told him to stretch it out? It was still what? Withered. His hands were still withered. But Christ did not see a withered hand. Christ saw a whole hand. Now faith is. He was looking at a withered, he was seeing a withered hand, but he said that, that is why he said that we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus was not seeing a withered hand. Jesus believed in the word of God that when he speaks it, the hand will go from withered to whole. So he said, stretch it. Can you stretch a withered hand? So the man had to make an attempt, right? And as soon as he did, the creative power of God came into that hand. And bones were created. Muscles were created. Tendons and nerves were created. Now faith is. Present tense. So, you want to be healed. I'm going to hammer on healing. Because it is ours. None, he said that, David said in the Psalms, there was not one feeble one found among them. So for 40 years, for all the years they, they, they wandered in the wilderness, not one person got sick, even after a mosquito bite. Not one person got sick, no matter what, because God was with them. He is in you. He is in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 18. Matthew 18, 17. No, Matthew 8. Sorry, I'm sorry. Matthew 8, not 18. Matthew 8. So, I'll, I'll start from the 16. He said that when evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirit with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet Azar, himself took, took our infirmity, and he bore our sicknesses. Now, how do you make this work for you? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So now, I've, we talked about the difference between hope and faith. Now, faith is. So this is an example of taking the word of God and working it in you, right? I said, acts of the apostles. They acted on the word of God, right? Now, so I have, I, let's, say, let's say that I have migraine headaches. In the first, in the first place, I don't have migraine. Let's say some, I'm not going to claim migraine headaches. So let's say that somebody has migraine headaches. Okay? And then, <laughs> and then I say that. And I say that. And he said that himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses, right? 
and say, by his stripes, I am healed. Now, so another thing about hope, let, let me say another thing about hope. We, we hope that Jesus Christ will come, right? The second coming of Christ, right? We hope that. You can't believe it into being, right? Whether you believe it or not, Christ will come, right? So that is our hope. You can't have faith for that. That is absolutely pointless. So that is making another point of what hope is. So because it's future, we are hoping that Christ will come. Right? As he hasn't come now, even if I'm hoping he will come the next five minutes, it's still future. Right? So I'm hoping that Christ will come. That's our hope that we have. And no matter what I do, Jesus will come. Because the word says so. Right? Now, my hope is that I will be healed. Right? That is my hope. I want healing from God. Okay. So now I take the hope that I have and I take the substance, which is the word of God. That says that himself took my infirmities and bore all my illnesses. And he said, by his stripes, you were healed. I've shown this before, right? First Peter 2.24. All right. Now, hope plus the word plus believing is faith. Hope of being healed. The word says that he has done it for me, himself. And then my part is to do what? Believe. I know the other time I said substance plus hope. Then the Lord added believing. Amen. 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 So I was believing God for my healing. Believing. Then one the thing the Spirit said to me, so the Spirit brought my mind to Mark 11, uh, 23. He said, believe that you have what? Received. Did you get that? So I was believing, but I have to believe that I have what? Received. I be, I'm telling you, I believe that God had heard my prayer. I don't care what anybody tells me. I believed that he had heard my prayer. Nothing could persuade me from that. I knew in my heart that my petition had been put before God. But then I had to believe that I have what? Received it. You see the difference? You believe that you have what? Received it and you shall have them. So I believe I want to be healed. The substance, which is the word of God. And then now, I believe that I have received them. So that when I say, is it done? You say, yes, it is done because the word says so. And I have received it. And thank you, God, I have received it. Amen. Hallelujah. Battling unbelief. If there's anything that you don't get today, I want you to know the difference between hope and faith. Hope and faith. And faith, you, your faith cannot grow beyond the word of God. Absolutely. A weak faith 
is weak in the knowledge of God. A strong faith is strong in the knowledge of God. The, I don't, he said, faith comes by hearing and hearing. There is nothing that you can do to grow your faith outside the word of God. Nothing. Except the word of God. Hope is a very good waiter. Hope can wait. Hope can wait. But hope doesn't receive. Faith receives. Faith receives. Hallelujah. Faith always says, it is mine. I have it now. Because the word says so. Hallelujah. Faith is the certainty of things hoped for. A proof of things. I, so, in Romans 4, Paul tells us about faith of Abraham. Hallelujah. And he said that Abraham did not waver. But let, let's go to Romans 4. So let's see how Abraham did it. Romans 4. I wanted to talk about Thomas. The, when, you know how Jesus showed up and Thomas wasn't there? And then when Jesus came the second time, Jesus rebuked Thomas. Hallelujah. He said that because you have seen it, now you believe, right? So sometimes what we want to do is that we want to see the results before we believe. But Jesus said that believe he have received them and you will have it. Hallelujah. So Thomas saw Christ and then he believed that he had risen from the dead. So you and I sitting here, we have more faith than Thomas because we haven't seen the Christ, but we believe for sure that the word is true. Amen. Amen. So uh, let's read um, Hebrew, uh, Romans uh, 4, 20. 20. He said, he did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. How did he do it? Giving glory to God. Giving glory to God. This is where the confession comes in. Confession comes in. Giving glory to God. So Abraham wakes up. Father, I thank you that I'm the father of many nations. Hallelujah. Even though he did not have Isaac. He says, Father, I thank you that I'm father of many nations. Hallelujah. And then he goes around and he says that my name is no longer Abraham. My name is Abraham. And then people will say that, why, what, what does Abraham mean? And then he will say, it means I'm the father of many nations. Hallelujah. Then he will be like, but you don't have a son? Then Abraham will say, no, I believe that God has said it, so I am Abraham. He did not change his name to Abraham. He did not go back to Abraham, but he still moved from Abraham to, from Abraham to Abraham. Now faith is present tense. Hallelujah. Abraham hoped, right, for his son. Sarah hoped for his son. But Abraham gave God 
he gave thanks to God for the son that had not even arrived yet. Because the Bible says that he gave glory to God. So what do you do? You ask God for something. Even though you have not seen it, stand on the word of God. And you say that, I thank you that it is done in Jesus' name. So you wake up in the morning and say, I thank you, Heavenly Father. It is done in Jesus' name. That is giving action to your faith. Giving glory to God. If you can do that alone, I'm telling you, breakthroughs will happen in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. You give glory to God. I know it's not easy. It's not easy sometimes. But you give glory to God. And you say that, Lord, God, your word says so, so I believe it. Hallelujah. Shall we be on our feet?